Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul White. It is the fifth day of March, and I'm so thankful that you are with me. Two things today as we get started. We're we're going to be in the latter verses of Genesis 32. Uh, We're going to try to close the 32nd chapter today, this wrestling with God passage, but two quick items of business. One is today is the fifth day of March, which means it's my parents' wedding anniversary. And I want to say happy anniversary to my dad and mom, Rick and LaVita White, who are celebrating 46 years of marriage today. They have provided me with a lifelong example of what a marriage should look like. Um, And I am eternally grateful. And I just want to say happy anniversary to them. And I hope that their day is spectacular. Also, it is Saturday, and on Saturdays, I try to tell you what's coming up on Sunday so that you know the full sermon, and you get a little bit of backstory, a little bit of behind the scenes. You get that really only on the DDP because we just post the video or the sermon. We just let it go from the beginning to the amen, and sometimes there's no, you don't have any knowledge of what's happening. Well, that's why we do this on Saturday. The message that you will see tomorrow is from our recent trip to Chapin, South Carolina. We do our Chapin meeting every month, and we visited them on on, uh, the final Friday of February. And I minister from Galatians chapter 3. Primarily, the sermon takes place from a statement Paul makes in Galatians 3.1, in which he begins with, O foolish Galatian, who hath bewitched you. Um, You've been removed from the truth. But he makes this statement in that, Christ has been evidently crucified in front of you, which is an odd thing to say. The Galatian people had not watched Jesus die on the cross, but Paul seems to believe that he had preached the cross so much to the Galatian church that it was as if they had seen Jesus die. I take the the uh, audience that night. It was a great little group. We had a wonderful time. I take them on a little journey through my own history with this and my own um, ideas about what the cross did, but I'm, I try to make it clear often through this sermon that the cross was not one thing or two things or three things. The cross is a lot of things, and the moment you think you've pinned down exactly what the cross was doing is when you know there's probably something else the cross was doing. And we land with Paul in the Corinthian letters And I don't want to give it away, but I think you're going to really enjoy this journey. This one's just under an hour long. It encompasses seven of my own thoughts on what the cross is doing, though there's admittedly many, and concludes with what I think must happen if we're really going to see Christ evidently crucified, though we can't watch him be crucified outside of watching some movie, which is just a replay. But we can see him evidently crucified. How? That's what we try to get to the bottom of. Check it out. Evidently crucified is the title. And it's available wherever you listen to the DDP. It's also available at deeperdaily.com, paulwhiteministries.com. And if you like the video, go to YouTube and visit PWM. Okay, that's all of that. There's a, a moment in the wrestling between Jacob and God, Jacob and the man, whom, by the way, He definitely knows his God because God says to him, you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. And when God blesses Jacob, 
Verse 30, Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face and my life is reserved. So Jacob's under no delusion that he's merely wrestling a man, or as we said earlier in the week, that he's wrestling himself. Those things, he is wrestling himself, but he's wrestling God. That's why he's is he has his name changed to Israel. But the statement, he called the name of the place Peniel. Peniel literally in the Hebrew is face of God. For I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. And you might read that and think, well, hey, I thought the Bible said no one sees God's face and lives. And they, they don't. No one gets to see God's face and remain the same. Jacob sees God's face. Jacob died that night. I don't mean literally he died, but Israel was born. When you see the face of God, you see the goodness of God, the fullness of God, and what you brought to the encounter doesn't get to come out the other side of the encounter unscathed. So Jacob most definitely sees the face of God, even though the Bible tells us that man can't see the face of God and live. He sees it because that's what happens. He ceases to be. But also, when, he, when you cross over into the 33rd chapter and he has his encounter with his brother, which is what this whole thing was about, I've seen God face to face and my life is preserved. He crosses over, the sun rises, and he limps on his hip. Then you get into 33, and when he meets Esau, and Esau says he sees all the company, all the people that Jacob brings, and I don't want any of these people. And we're gonna de- I'm going to deal with this encounter again tomorrow because there's some details here that I really don't want to miss. But I need to make a connection today, and to do that, you got to jump up into 33. Jacob says to Esau, "If I have found favor, verse 10, if I have found favor in your sight, then receive my present from my hand, inasmuch as I have seen your face as though I had seen the face of God." And you were pleased with me. This is an interesting phrase considering that he actually did see the face of God the night before. He sees God's face in Genesis 32, 30. The next day when he sees Esau, he says, it's as if I've seen the face of God when I look at you. And here's what I think is happening. The wrestling prepared Jacob to meet Esau. And when he saw the mercy in Esau's face, because Esau doesn't want to kill him anymore, that reminded him of the face of God from the night before. When you see mercy in someone's eyes, you are seeing the face of God. And when Jacob looked at Esau in a state of mercy, and I mean mercy being given from Esau to Jacob, Jacob could only recognize God because when you see mercy, you see the face of God. What an awesome thing. Now, I do want to show you some things about the encounter. So we'll actually go back to the top of 33. And I want to show you a different Jacob that meets Esau than would have met him the day before. And it's all because of the wrestling. We'll do that tomorrow. I hope you have a great day. God bless.